Coming up, a story of second chances set in India. A scientist gets the worst wake-up call ever. Plus, our distraction of the week. I'm Mel. I'm Dave. This is the Library of Lost Time. I'm very curious about a new book called The Bandit Queens by Parini Shroff. It's a darkly funny crime novel set in India. It's been described as razor-sharp, irreverent, and a feminist revenge story. Here's the setup. A village in India is all abuzz with rumors that Greta killed her no-good husband. But she didn't. Oh. In truth, Greta literally lost her husband. He walked out of the village, and she doesn't know where he is. Okay. But the rumors about her badassery has benefits. Yeah, I would imagine. No one messes with her anymore, and none of the men in the village want to marry her. This is cause for celebration. (laughs) Nobody's going to be bossing her around anymore. Uh. But then, the other women in the village start asking her for help to get rid of their own rotten husbands. Soon, she's caught up in a dangerous chain of events, and she is not sure how to get out of it. Yeah. Aside from the story, which sounds like just my kind of thing... Two other things caught my eye about this book. We don't usually talk about book covers because you and I are mostly reading on an e-reader. Right. So we see them, but it's not the same as holding the book in your hands. The cover of this book is so cool. It has a very Vegas in the 50s vibe. It's a black background with the title in large bright colors and an illustration of almond-shaped eyes with cat eye eyeliner, like a femme fatale is looking out at you. If I saw this book in a bookshop, I would 100% pick it up. And second, it has a blurb from Taya Obret. She wrote one of my favorite books of all time, The Tiger's Wife. That book is set in the Balkans and weaves stories within stories. It's very atmospheric. I trust her taste for what makes a good read. And she said, The Bandit Queens is tender, unpredictable, and brimming with laugh-out-loud moments. That sounds pretty great to me. Yeah, that sounds good. The Bandit Queens by Perini Schroff is available now. I am visiting the backlist this week. I'm about halfway through a 2021 book by Andy Weir called Project Hail Mary. Andy Weir wrote The Martian. That's a book about a man stranded on Mars. He self-published that book. What? Yeah. and it That's went, amazing. It, that book is so good. It went on to sell 5 million copies. Good for him. Yeah. That's very exciting. <laughs> yes. And it was turned into the 2015 film with, with Matt Damon. I also love that book. The combination of science and humor and just a horrific scenario for the hero made that a great book for me. I love how the hero is very intelligent and seems to have a reserve of commitment to staying alive, yeah. but is not invincible. Yeah. He's not Jack Reacher. He's getting beat up badly. Yes. This book is about a scientist who is on a desperate last chance mission into space. If he fails this mission, it is over for humanity. Over for humanity, not just for him. We're all going to die. Wow. Yeah. No pressure. Yes. Except he doesn't know that. (laughs) He wakes up on a spaceship and he doesn't remember his own name. He's in a lab. He's been asleep for a long time. There are two dead bodies in the lab with him. Probably people he used to know, and he can't remember who they are, who he is, or what they're doing there. That would all be very upsetting. It it really would. And the book unfolds from there, right? That's, this is the opening. 
This was a finalist for the Hugo this year. Bill Gates, Barack Obama, and the New York Public Library all had it as one of their best reads of 2021. Kirkus called it a science fiction masterwork. It is a great book to walk into cold. I'd forgotten what I knew about this book when I started reading it, and I'm glad I did. Yay for poor memory. (laughs) If you're even kind of into science fiction, and particularly if you enjoy The Martian, this is a really easy book to recommend. It's Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. And now our distraction of the week. We found a TV show that we really love. It's called Extraordinary Attorney Woo. It's a show from South Korea on Netflix in selected regions, as they say. It's about a young female attorney who is on the autism spectrum. And it's a rom-com. It's a full-on rom-com with a funny best friend, a loving father, and a very handsome love interest. I don't think emoji hearts fly through the air, but they might as well. <laughs> it's a good piece of television. Season one is, is 16 episodes. Most episodes center around a case at the law firm where Wu works. Wu figures out how she fits in. She starts a relationship with her love interest. Some of the story arcs are predictable because it's a rom-com and there's only a certain way that's going to go. Some of the turns are less predictable because it's also a legal drama. But the remarkable thing about this show is how it handles the subject of autism. It is not, she's got a quirky edge to her. Attorney Wu has social and emotional challenges that she wrestles with in every episode. It's not easy for her, and it's not easy for the people around her. I understand why the boy fell for her, but I also got an idea of how much work he would need to do to make that relationship go. There's a scene where Wu asks her father about what it was like to raise her, and his answer is maybe the best answer I've ever seen about what it's like to raise a child with special needs. It is heartbreaking and it is full of love. And when that scene was over, I felt like I had been hit by a feelings truck. (laughs) It's true. One of the other things I really enjoy about the show is that whatever issues they're wrestling with in the legal case that they're trying in the courtroom are echoed in Wu's personal experience. Really clever how they tie those things together. Yeah. I agree. For me, Extraordinary Attorney Wu is a good watch because of the different things it balances. There's a base of well-done romantic comedy. There's an exploration of what the autism spectrum can be like. There's a strong sense of South Korea. And if you're inclined to think about things like writing and story production, there's a level of, how are they doing this? And how are they taking a very serious, poorly understood condition and marrying that together with the tropes of... When Harry Met Sally and Roman Holiday. Mm-hmm. If you're just looking for something to watch, it's a really cute show. But if you want to dig deeper into how it works, that's there too. Season two is on its way, but it might not get here until 2024. But that leaves plenty of time to rewatch season one. Yes. Season one of Extraordinary Attorney Wu is great, and it's on Netflix now. I second Dave's recommendation that you watch this show, and I have a little tip. Make sure you choose the original Korean dialogue with English subtitles so that you can hear the actors portraying these characters in their original form. Yep, strong agree. Visit strongsenseofplace.com slash library for more about the books we discussed and to learn more about Attorney Wu. Thanks for joining us in the Library of Lost Time. Remember to visit your local library and your independent bookstore to lose some time yourself. Stay curious. We'll talk to you soon. 